Well, uh, Jordan, my name is also Jordan. Yes, Jordan. <laughs> We're here. We, <laughs> we wanted to do something else because there's uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was of course announced, and uh, I I make like very specific scripted videos talking about the news, uh, talking about some examples. But I thought it was also cool to kind of discuss it with someone else who's also really deep into the game, who really understands. Uh, like the mechanics, the design, and also has, have, has of course a love for Assassin's Creed. I already do your introduction, but you can do it yourself. So, yeah, who are you, Jordan? I think a lot of people maybe already know you, but for some people who are, uh, yeah, who are not familiar. Well, first off, I'm your brother, Jordan, from across the ocean. But That's right. <laughs> yeah. beyond that, I've been an Assassin's Creed fan for uh, a very long time, but I started making uh, build content for Odyssey uh, last year. And that was, I've, I've kind of done some YouTubing, but that was the first time that I really kind of invested into video content. And uh, it really and I also make like web tools for it too. So you can check out like builds.ac oh, yeah. or cool. ac-builds.com to see some of those uh, fun stuff if you like Odyssey. But uh, definitely super excited for Valhalla and doing this podcast with you. Awesome, man. Yeah, and that, that's uh, yeah, that's a nice, like we're just trying things out right now. It is live, like if you're listening later on audio, it's live right now on twitch.tv uh, Raptor. We will be here every Thursday on uh, 8 a.m. Yeah, that's your time right now, right? Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. UK time, uh, and 5 p.m. Central European time. So yeah, we will be weekly podcast. That's the goal. Talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, about all the news, going more in depth than what I can in my videos, and kind of talking about like, what do we think is going to happen in the game? What do we think, um, yeah, will be, like make some predictions we have a fun like bit at the end as well but you can also send your questions we have a dedicated website assassinscast.com might be the name for the show as well um i will put it in the i will put it in the chat as well if you're watching on twitch um and if you got questions put it in the form there we will also have some, already have some questions during this show but yeah send us your stuff what you what do you want to know what do we think is going to happen uh and uh Let's go from there. We got some pretty interesting topics because the game was, of course, announced two weeks ago at the time of this recording. But I'm actually surprised by how very little footage we got. We got, of course, the cinematic trailer and also like the, the teaser video. One thing, uh, you watched the teaser video. Were you satisfied with that or was it like, oh, my God, I, I wanted more? I was satisfied with it in the sense that like I loved the the cinematic content of it but it definitely was very much i called it like an engine trailer like they were definitely showing off yeah. like the beauty of the textures and stuff there wasn't you didn't really get to see like actual like gameplay which but there's going to be plenty of time for that coming up soon yeah that, that's what ashraf also said like later he took it to twitter because they kind of hyped it up the wrong way and i was also like live reacting to it and everyone in the chat was like gameplay trailer and they also had like this pop-up sometimes during the stream gameplay trailer uh in 20 minutes or something and i was like yeah and then you watch it and they're like it's a cool trailer awesome music it shows some interesting stuff but it's not gameplay it's not not what we wanted but yeah that's kind of a topic from last week we want to discuss some other things uh the first thing i wanted to get into is the map size and i want to go to uh vg247 because they had the article up 
from a Ubisoft employee, Malek. Uh, and I already discussed this in a video as well, but to get you up to speed, he said that the game would actually not be the longest or the biggest in the series. Uh, and that was like one of the criticisms they addressed from Odyssey because some people thought Odyssey is too big. Uh, and one of the reasons they actually... Let's, let's put one of the things out of the way. Did you think Odyssey was too big, Jordan? Um, yes and no. Uh, what I mean, okay, so that's a complicated <laughs> answer. I'll be quick, but like, y yes, it was too big in the sense that I felt there wasn't much to do between the cities. Like, once you kind of got into the game and used to what was happening, like, beyond just the camps and the few random mercenaries and patrols, there, it kind of felt like, and honestly, the landscape between all the islands looked very similar. And yeah. so it made a bigger map feel bigger. Um, but the map size, like in terms of square footage, I think was uh, fine to a degree, as long as there is enough content inside there. Yeah, yeah because I also had like islands at the end uh, where I was like, okay, I haven't been here yet, but I feel I've already been here, uh, if that makes sense. And that's especially uh, <laughs> yeah. what you say. Yeah. Only the, the quest did, did make them feel apart because you had like a sort of story uh, on that island that you've not been to. And I think one of the best examples of like a side island that was actually a ton of fun was with the Taletas and uh, Kira Island, where you had like that sort of love triangle with, with you in there as well. Yeah. I, I, and the the unfortunate thing was wasn't that island like the demo island too so yeah, like they put E3. all the resources into it and then like it kind of felt like they it's, kind of it looked like that maybe islands. and i was also like when the game came out i already played this a couple of times so uh <laughs> but that was, that was like one example of if they had more islands like that in the game that would be great but yeah so yeah. um they they seem to tackle that though with Valhalla. so I made a video saying also, like, I don't think that the game will be smaller than uh, than Odyssey. We have England, of course, and we have Norway. Like, maybe if you only look at England and compare it to the Odyssey map, it will not be, uh, like, uh, like Odyssey will be bigger. But if you combine it with Norway, um, and they also have some surprise locations that we don't know of yet. Uh, Iceland is one of the things that people have sent a lot of stuff about uh, to me about, like... There were like Viking settlers there during during this time period, so it could either be a DLC or maybe something we go to as well. So we have the four kingdoms in England: East Anglia, North Umbria, Mercia, and Wessex. That should already be big. Three cities: London, Winchester, Jorvik, that is now called York, and also like a ton of locations. We already know that Stonehenge will be in the game. Um, and overall, it really seemed like, and Ashov did like an interview with the Washington Post. I'm not sure if you uh, caught that, by the way. Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. Yeah, because he also talked a lot about the world there and how they really made sure that every location that you go to is handcrafted and that has something that uh, makes it set out from the rest. So they talked about parkour, uh, and I haven't really discussed this on the channel yet, but how, um, for example... They make buildings so that if you climb them in a specific way or if you... That they have like some unique twist on parkour. So you remember that location as, oh, that was that cool location where you could like, for example, climb in a specific way that wasn't possible before. So I think they put a lot of resources uh, in the world. And um, I think we can kind of... the same... 
Oh, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you no. there. No, I just remember if it's the same article, didn't he mention something along the lines of like he's going to make it like you could use the ground, you can walk on the ground, but there's going to be incentive to use many different ways to travel and experience the map and stuff, which yeah, makes yeah. it a lot more you, Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you can just use the ground. And that was like mostly the focus for Odyssey and Origins. It was like, or, or you would climb on the on the wall to get into the fort or you would just go straight into the the front gate and uh, kill enemies there and it seems like there is like a little more uh a little more possibilities there and one of the things of course social stealth as well that is making a return and we still don't really know how it's going to work only that um yeah we will be able to to obviously like in the previous games uh blend in with other with the crowd uh do you think actually because one of the reasons that it was not in Origins, uh, do you notice by the way, that like Bayek was a soldier so it didn't make sense for him to be standing next to some guy doing poetry, uh, like uh, like doing another work, like it, it, it was very obvious no, that he was like not that. supposed to be there. So that's why they did not do it in Origins. But for this game they really looked at what made the other game so special and social stealth, stealth was of course one of those things. How do you think they will incorporate it in this game? Because I still think it would be weird to have this Viking guy uh, like in a crowd with like a ton of Saxon soldiers who are who don't have the beard and the long hair and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I, I love 9th century England history. Like it's post-Roman times. And so it was a very rough time for a lot of the people who lived in like the cities of London and York. And there was a lot of armed people so i i feel like that that reason of like soldiers or someone who looks more viking like might not necessarily be a thing because a lot of people lived very rough at that period of time and so i feel like a lot of the characters will be look very similar and i'm assuming there's going to be a lot of like potentially I'm, I'm imagining like crowd related issues where like there's like someone up at the front talking about something and like you're kind of weaving your way through the crowd i that's honestly my feeling from the previous games like brotherhood and i i could see that being a possibility in valhalla obviously i don't know but yeah that's what i would like personally. yeah that, that that's really that, that that's totally a possibility i really hope that um because we we have like still the big landscape in England, and I really hope that these cities do feel like real cities with a ton of crowds and stuff like that. Um, where, for example, in in Odyssey and Origins, uh, it was still like the end. The streets were pretty empty compared to like what you would normally see in a city. So it will obviously not be <laughs> well, Unity, I think, but. Well, also like the Odyssey civilians were built up to kind of like attack you if you did anything wrong. oh yeah so <laughs> the peasants with all the brooms you know uh so maybe this time like the civilians were kind of changed a little bit that is actually and, like, pretty interesting kind of with them. do you think uh, that we can kill civilians in this game and uh like have a sort of mercenary system or do you think that it will be like in origins or the previous games where it's like hey you're not supposed to kill these civilians uh don't do this please that's a good question because that that definitely bleeds into a different topic of like rpg style like should you be like are they really i guess we'll find out and we'll know if they've fully committed to rpg mechanics or not because mm -hmm. i feel like you uh at least if you're gonna let people 
um take out civilians like that in a city like make it a bit more realistic have them all like run away and like a guard show up and like act like make it almost incentivize I mean, you to not because so many soldiers show up to i mean uh, if you see you like or, a huge viking guy with like the some of the best armor in the game i mean you can hit him with a broom and maybe he goes away like it, you never know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, well, yeah. you don't know how much crit damage that uh, broom has. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, okay, you, you had a question, by the way, about the world uh, before we move on to other yeah, topics. So we, we got a few questions in early ahead of time, and one of them is from Zoingo Boingo. Uh, he's really excited to play as like the male Eivor as an mm. assassin, and he's super excited to explore the map and like do some stealth raiding of forts, so that's pretty cool. But his question is, do you think it really blends into what we were just talking? Do you think only England and Norway will be a part of the game or the rest of Scandinavia too? Yeah. Do you want to kick yeah. that one off? Okay. Um, so, yeah. I've, uh, Ashraf also said during that Washington, Washington Post uh, interview that the uh, Norway is going to be big. So, I compared it in my video uh, with like Kefalonia and Siwa. Because I think that this will be that region that you can already explore when the game is installing in the background, when you're like that really that opening area. And in Siwa and in um, in uh, Catalonia, you already had a ton of side missions that you did not have to do if you just wanted to continue with the story. So I think Norway will be that as well, but it will likely be even bigger maybe because looking at Siwa to Catalonia, it was already a, a big jump as well. Um, you can go back to Norway at any point, and I really hope that things open up. So maybe you learn abilities or whatever they will do that, or like story elements op give you a reason to go back and then maybe you explore a new land. Because I really think that when you think of Vikings and it makes sense for the story that Eivor is like this character, he's like, I, I, I can't grow here in, in Norway. I have to go to England because farmland is better there. Uh, there, there's just way more opportunity for me there. But I still hope that, like the the land in in Norway is also very interesting. I do think it will, in terms of Scandinavia, stick with Norway. They did say that they were, um, before like uh, every time like uh, they uh, they scout for the setting, right? They, for example, the Odyssey team went to Greece to to learn more about the architecture there. And for this game, that was the same. They first went to um, to, to Norway then to Denmark and then to England. So a lot of people were already like, they went to Denmark as well, but there were some Viking museums there. So maybe that is why they went there. I don't know. I, I hope at least that if the focus is really going to be on England, and that seems to be the case, that in DLC expansions or uh, that, that we also see like that more Scandinavian part of the world in like a, an expansion or something or post-launch. What do you think? Yeah. I definitely think uh, you're right on that one. Like, I could see kind of these kind of almost theater maps, like how the DLCs were in Odyssey, where maybe, like, England is the primary map, and then maybe you, like, fast travel to a different map that's maybe, like, parts of Scandinavia, like Norway. I mean, I don't know for sure if that's the case, but um, that's what I'm expecting, because I, I, I don't think they would have a huge map with like a big empty ocean with not very much naval like combat and have you like sail all the way from no, no, like no. Norway into we, England. In that anything. in the teaser trailer you likely saw it as well. You saw that 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 that's that very small footage that was like way prettier than the rest of the game. Um 
Uh, I'm not sure if you like if you look at it again, and I also pointed it out in my video. You really see like uh, our bird. Uh, damn it, I, I know the name now. Let me see how I should pronounce it again. I think Sunin. I did the wrong pronunciation in my in my video. Sunin is the is the name, and that's how yeah. you should, how you should pronounce it. So we saw like a way prettier Sunin, and like the 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 ship was way looked way better. So I really think that that is like the cutscene that you will see when you're like moving uh, between the different areas. Mm -hmm. So I think you're right on that. Yeah, and it could open up a lot of things because the Vikings went to many places. They went as far as like Russia to even America. And so like, we don't know, there could be a lot of different theaters that could potentially open up, whether it's like in post-launch post content or even as part of the game. And so, yeah. uh, but considering, I think the... The thing is, is I think England will be the primary because if you think about it, they said everything comes back to the settlement. Like you go back to your settlement. So like they're not going to make you leave and go really far unless it's yeah, like intentional. They, they don't want you to leave like your settlement yeah. uh, for very long would be my guess or understanding of the mechanic. Yeah, that, that, that's a good po uh, point for sure. So I think – and. We, we still don't really have the world map. I, and I think like England will already be interesting enough. And what is cool during this period is that Vikings already had like a big part of England and likely during the story, they will also uh, get, um, I think, Mercia, um, if my history serves me well, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, Wessex was like the, 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 was the kingdom of um, King Alfred and they were like really pushing back while the King of Mercia, um, was like he f he fell like I think a few years after the game starts. So yeah, he they, Mercia fell pretty quickly. Wessex was like um, used the opportunity to kind of unite uh, England against the Danes at the time, and so they became a lot stronger. And cool. and honestly, there wasn't very strong Scottish villages or Welsh or Irish either. They they those uh, areas fell pretty quickly too. So I I feel like if any of the, like if Ireland is featured, it or wales or scotland potentially it might be very like outskirts almost kind of like uh some of the far islands yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, odyssey where because those uh villages fell uh relatively quickly it wasn't until later when like ireland like fully united like in i think it was like a thousand hmm. i could be wrong don't yeah, take my word i'm not sure it. if like ava would not live <laughs> anymore yeah exactly. unless he meets cassandra time, and she's like i i know i know a trick but uh all we need is cassandra to show up in a <laughs> yeah. suit and a yeah. staff in the middle of it already in a suit like during that day i i want the suit already <laughs> Would be cool though the, if she the, does show up, and that that might be a prediction we can do at one point. Um, but I hope that the game like knows you're safe. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it. If if one of those two, like Alexis or Cassandra, it will be Cassandra. But uh, yeah, um, I want to move on uh, to another interesting thing, uh, another big thing. One hit kill assassinations are back in this game, but you need the right timing. That's what Ashraf said. So early in the game, we will get the Hidden Blades. I have the theory now that it will be in Norway already. So even before we get to England. Um, and we will learn, like, we, we will meet the Hidden Ones. And they will learn, like, techniques for Eivor to be more stealthy. And likely also perform that one-hit kill assassination that will kill everyone. But Jordan, we both made builds to assure... to, to have it so that people could like one hit kill assassinate people in Odyssey, 
in our origins you could of course also not do that unless you really like were high enough level and upgraded your hidden blade if uh if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. So how do you think this changes the, the gameplay? Because I think one of the reasons they also said that they did not want to do the one-hit assassination was because why would you, like, build this character? Why would you, like, spend a lot of time investing in gear and progression when you could one-hit kill everyone, right? So there must be some sort of thing that we're not seeing here. Like, what is your take? How do you think they will do this? while still maintaining the sort of progression in the RPG elements. Yeah. Well, I think a good, like, two things to that. One is, like, you, if you're sneaky enough, you might be able to... It was pretty challenging to uh, assassinate every single soldier in, like, a fort. Or, like, in a conquest battle, you couldn't really use yeah, your Yeah, it was useless. Ability. Yeah, <laughs> pretty weird, actually. And so, yeah. like... In, yeah, and so, like, I feel like in raids, maybe, like, you might be able to assassinate the first few watch guards, and then, like, yeah, once they kind of notice point. you're there, then it'll kind of throw you, you into, like, combat, you, assaults? you know? Yeah, the assaults, like, those big battles we saw at the end of the cinematic trailer. How are you going to be an assassin yeah. there? Like, good luck. <laughs> That's actually maybe, a good point, well, though. The other thing I thought of, too, is, like, they could do, like, some sort of, like, timing bar or something. I don't know what it could be, but, like, like maybe, like, depending on when you, you press assassinate, maybe you press again or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, or, uh, there's a lot of different mechanics from other games. I forget which game used that that I'm thinking of. But, and depending on where you land uh, on the progression bar, like it could apply a certain more assassin damage. And the more you upgrade your skill set, maybe it becomes easier to get that timing, right? Cause they did use the word timing. So maybe yeah. um, that's, that's kind of what they're alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a theory uh, in my video talking about this, about the, the, the weak uh, point system. So Ashraf already like uh, talked about it as well, that we have this ringleader enemy in the cinematic trailer. He's like fully body armored, but then his legs are not really protected. So is he Eivor stick the sword there be and the enemy is really taking damage from that. And he's using the hidden blades in the eye of the enemy. while He really could not have used it in the neck because he's, he was very well protected. So uh, um, maybe that's also like uh, I, had, I had a theory that, for example, sleeping enemies will be easier to one hit KO because you can like really, yeah, easily stab them in the eye, for example, to insta kill them. So maybe that will be the case as well that you fight these very powerful enemies that just have the ton of armor. So then the one hit kill assassinate is still possible, but you really have to sneak in the at the right angle or something to 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 do it, or maybe. Um, some enemies are just very fast, so uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's also like they in Odyssey they had like low health mechanics, so this is me reaching, but like they they do keep track of like the amount of health an enemy has uh in the engine currently, and I'm assuming they're using the same one as Odyssey or at least parts of it, and like there could be a thing where if the health gets beneath like 30% or something, it triggers based on a skill set, then it triggers like an instant kill. So you got to like weed down, damage down that guy. Whoa. And then once he's at a low enough health, then you can like hidden blade. Finish we still him don't know. We still don't know if the, um, the, uh, like the, we can use it in combat. So that, that is still yeah. like, that, that would, that would actually be cool because we could saw, saw it before, but, uh, right now we're really going off of, 
sneaking and then using the hidden blade. But that would actually be cool. But then a skill would be like, oh, now you can one hit. But then you don't one hit KO them though. So it's I don't know because it was really like a one hit kill assassination. Um, mm -hmm. It yeah. could be there's like more critical damage. Like there was damage from behind in Odyssey. Oh, yeah. It could be that where like if if someone's let their guard down like they're way more receptive to high damage like to initiate a fight yeah. or something yeah, or, or it could literally yeah. just be an instant kill and they removed all of that <laughs> yeah or you can like maybe uh um maybe you have to like throw um a sleeping dart in their at their weak spots and then you can sneak up to them and insta kill them somewhere like that um uh, because we mm -hmm. have tools likely right um, yeah, yeah, so that, that will be interesting. And of course, if you have questions about this or your theories, send them over to the assassinscast.com as well. Uh, as w uh, yeah, you can also send your questions there. I think we got another question. And what was that about again? Yeah, you can, you can insert it here. I think it makes sense. Oh, yeah. So the other question we got from Ken Konecki, uh, he also wants to play male Eivor and do assassin. And he's really excited for the hidden blade returning. Um, what is y'all's opinion on assassin's creed moving towards an RPG game, then returning to how it used to be, which I mean, how it used to be was like a linear assassin storyline. Like yeah. in the counter gameplay and uh, like following mm -hmm. enemies, Eve drop, uh, dropping and stuff like that. Um, I think we're both at the, on the same page actually. Right uh yeah <laughs> and and this is like the the uh, do you know like during the the reveal stream from ubisoft where like boss logic was painting the chat was like no rpg rpg that was like the whole chat and they were like fighting each other uh so yeah. it's like still the the but i really think and origins and odyssey like proved that a little bit this is kind of what because syndicate did not do very well and that was also on the back of Unity that was, of course, very poorly received because it wasn't optimized really well. And then Syndicate came out a year later. And yeah, it, it, it was still cool. I, I like London and stuff like that. But it just, I mean, you, you saw it at that point. Um, and Origins really, for me at least, I, I, I think for you as well, that, yeah, made me hyped again for Assassin's Creed because of the, the changes they made. So I really feel this is necessary. And I think that what Valhalla is doing, and I think that... That is also interesting to see. When Odyssey was announced, everyone was immediately like, okay, I like the previous games. This is not going to be a game for me. It's more a game for people who liked Origins. While this game, we don't have the gameplay yet. And maybe when we see the gameplay, it will be like, okay, this is indeed maybe not the game for me because it's really like more of, uh, of Odyssey. But so far... What they're really like, they they really seem to be appeasing to to both sides, or at least one to do that. Like one to have features like the social stealth we already talked about return, but also uh, include more deeper RPG elements like the dual wielding. And by the way, actually a fun fact, I'm uh, sidetracking here, but I wanna wanted to address it. I haven't talked about this in the video as well. What you can do, so you have dual wielding and you have a one-handed weapon and a one-handed weapon. You also have two-handed weapons, so then you obviously have only one weapon, but you have a skill that unlocks, um, so you can actually wield a two-handed weapon in one hand, and then have two two-handed weapons in both hands. And when I heard that, I was like, awesome. 
There's the there's the second build video right there. Uh, yeah. Two two handed. <laughs> How are they going to balance it though? That's my second question because I think yeah. that's likely going to be OP. Maybe just swing really slow. But yeah. to kind of like talk about a little bit of how you, like what i loved about those original games was like the time period and the history and honestly that story connection with desmond right and so some of those games after like honestly starting with assassin's creed 3 with connor and stuff for me personally i started kind of uh fading i lost that connection uh with the storyline the the sci-fi aspect of like the isu and that kind of stuff i uh it started becoming maybe i'm just not like bright enough but i i found it hard to follow the storyline after that and mm -hmm. so i started flipping and immersing into whatever historic period like whether it was black flag like being a pirate and so i think what kind of happened with the community to a degree is like there was like those who were immersed into the the storyline and then those who were starting to get immersed into being a character in that period of time of history and i think that that's kind of what we're seeing here with like uh odyssey was like very much like you're immersing yourself as like a mercenary in in greek times and like th they didn't really serve the people who really wanted like a solid immersive story mm -hmm. assassin's creed storyline and i think ashraf is doing uh and darby are doing a really good job at least from the outside looking yeah. in of of getting the both uh best of both worlds where you have this immersive viking feeling for someone who who wants to play as a Viking, but they're going to weave in, I think, a really good storyline in amongst that. And I, meant, so. I, I mean, there's a lot of hype for it, but I'm anticipating that they'll do it right and everyone will be like satisfied and will like sing that, songs. That would actually be fun end. because then maybe going back to the Assassin's Creed Reddit will actually be fun and will not be like, oh, the constant anger of people saying, uh, how is it possible that they have dialogue choices because you're reliving memories? Uh, they also are trying to address that. So they're really like also looking, I think, at the feedback from Odyssey. And I get, I get, I get it. They, it really felt like Odyssey just had a cool, a ton of cool ideas, but they weren't able to properly implant it in the Assassin's Creed universe because I don't know why they did not, f or they felt that they had a good explanation or something. So every sort of answer was kind of weird um the that you had a kid also did not really help but that was later though um but yeah i get it and uh, it's hard to say but i think right now everything they're saying is cool like i personally prefer more the new style of games but what what ashraf said social stealth is a really iconic feature and why leave that in in the past while you can also make do cool things with it in this new sort of form well there's a a lot of RPG potential, like that's the thing is I don't see it as a one or the other thing personally. I mean, I you you could use social stealth to get into a town and like unlock the gates and then let your raiders in, right? Like there's, there. Awesome. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like in, that would be in cool. a dream scenario, right? Like uh, there's ways that I think they could use like old mechanics to kind of help support the RPG elements and the RPG elements help support like kind of the older Assassin's mm -hmm. Creed. It just depends on how much time and effort and like if they were able to like accomplish what they wanted. Yeah.
Um, there, one more story that I want to quickly touch on because we're already over the 30 minutes that we're aiming for and that's obviously always when you have uh, fun conversations. <laughs> um, so, uh, the wanted to touch quickly on the 30 FPS sort of thing. Oh, damn it, I'm getting... Wait. Um, so... You played on PC. I just want to know what you think. Can SS Creed Valhalla okay. run on 60 FPS on the next-gen consoles? Because I was watching your videos and I was like, this looks so smooth because you're recording and playing on 60 FPS. So, mm -hmm. if your PC can do it, the PS5 should be able to do it as well, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, I mean, I do, like, in my defense, I do have, like, a really good PC. Like, oh, of that, course. Like a 1080 <laughs> graphics oh, wow, card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have that as well, by the way. But... But I also play with, like, uh, the PS4 sometimes. Like, I was playing um, Star Wars uh, on that. Oh, cool. Um, but, um, yeah, it, I, it, it has to be 60 frames per second. That's, like, kind of the yeah. whole deal with like upgrading hardware right is like you want to be able to do 4k at 60 like obviously 120 like i maybe for like eventually they could get to that but like at least 60 if you're gonna come out and release a new piece of hardware and say you can play 30 frames per second when almost every standard even movies is moving towards 60 frames per second uh would like if anything all it takes is like uh, Xbox or like PS5 to come out and be like, well, we do 60. Like, you bet, might as well buy a PS5 now instead yeah, of an Xbox. It's, so. of course, like a third party game. So I don't think, especially because they have the Xbox deal, it will not, like, I think it will maybe look a little bit better on the Xbox, but then load faster on the PS5 because that's the whole difference, big difference right now, where the SSD from the PS5 is. Like, maybe double as fast as the one from the Xbox Series X, if I remember correctly. So, um, I I think, really, like, I would be shocked. And then maybe, because that's kind of the thing. They're also, like, comparing it. Like, w w what what sort of output did, did, did you have for the game when running at 60? Like, 1080p or 1440? Yeah, well, I, I did 1080p cause for recording purposes. Oh, yeah. And honestly, it... it it would uh it was easier when i did 4k um it would it would dip down to like 50 sometimes okay. that's with like max settings and stuff at 4k 60 uh mm. that that was pu pushing my pc a little bit yeah so i can see that maybe that is not possible like 4k 60 but i at least want the option to play to play 1440 mm -hmm. scaled to 4k or something and 60 because i will take that mm -hmm. any day over 4k 30 um but yeah that was kind of one of the news stories that i wanted to address and people a lot of people were actually you, oh yeah sorry sorry do you know like is the game so like does the hardware support any frame rate oh and yeah and the game chooses yeah, yeah so right? the story right now is that and that's i always like i already made a tweet about it as well saying that this is not news because what ubisoft is basically saying the game runs at a minimum of 30 fps on xbox series x with 4k minimum they're saying like they cannot just say right now that it's going to be higher well and now a lot of people are running with the fact that oh it's going to be maximum 30 but we actually don't know that and the series x will output standard to 60 fps and it could go up to 120 fps but we just don't know if valhalla will be able to hit that 
Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, I would be shocked if, if at least there wasn't like a, yeah. a, a performance mode or something where we could like play on 60 FPS. Um, like, just think about the like horrible articles that would come out. Like, like Xbox Series X only supports 30 frames. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I would be, uh, I would that. be surprised. But um, okay, at the end of every uh, episode, we want to do predictions for what we think could be in the game, uh, and then at the end, we can like kind of see who had the most things right and and the most things uh, like yeah, who, who won. So. Do you want to start with a prediction, or should I start? Uh, I guess I can go. I, I I have mine. I'll give you a little bit more time to think about yours. Um, cool. Here's my prediction. People may not like this prediction, but just due to what I know about like uh, Viking history to agree, they were highly influenced by Christian culture, so I'm pretty sure that at some point, you might be able to choose if you want to help Templars or Assassins. Storyline-based prediction there. Like, maybe Alfred will try to convince you that it's actually good to be a Templar. So it's kind of like an ed- like a Black Flag-type scenario where you could be a Templar in the end, potentially. Whoa, yeah, that's actually a good I one. Lot- I, know, I don't know yeah, if I you... Know lot, that'll upset a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually... I mean, we know the choices are in there and it's really going to be about Eivor's personal journey. Like, do you want to help your people? And that would be actually... Or go for your personal gain. And it would likely be that... This really reminds me... I'm not sure if you watched any of the Viking TV shows. Um, yeah. Like The Lost Kingdom and uh, Vikings, obviously. And The Lost Kingdom is kind of like this, where you have this guy who used to live w- uh, with the Saxons and then... Oh, grew up with the Viking, uh, like with like with, with Viking people or like Nor Danes, and then he actually went back to King Alfred to help him fight the Vikings. So I already that would be interesting. I, I think that would be a cool twist, and that would really be that that choice. Do you want to go for your personal gain? Because likely Alfred is like, if you go with me, you get your own land and stuff like that or do you want to help your people and then you would fight for the vikings i think that it reminds me of like the telltale games i don't know if you've played yeah, those yeah, before yeah. but we're like like uh, when the, you have like five seconds to decide some major decision and you get that like anxiety like that's the only type of dialogue choices i've enjoyed is like in those telltale games mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it's like do you want to kill your brother or not and like the time's going down you're like oh my gosh like i don't know what to choose and, like, that's I really hard that's a really hard choice by the way kill your brother or not well i have to think on that <laughs> well what if you're okay maybe your brother like did something oh, okay, okay okay need extra context <laughs> you were my brother uh, weren't you oh did we actually say I, that I, I in the I podcast of, I, oh. I, I was thinking of the game of thrones one I, 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 i'm not gonna say it because it might spoil oh, the game, okay I just yeah. Realized. yeah yeah there's yeah. one where you have to yeah with the gate and stuff okay <laughs> I haven't, I only, like, I was, like, already sick of Telltale games by that point, so uh, I think I I skipped that one. But, uh, okay, that's interesting, but I would, like, also argue, like, with the settlement, how much of these choices can they do? Because I think the post-game will be still in your settlement, and if you would really turn to the Templars or the Order of the Agents, of course, uh, how they were called at that point, Mm -hmm. how would that change your, your settlement, right? Would they then... Like, that would be... Or do you have then a... 
I, I don't know. I, I, see, that, that's they already. No, to be honest with you, like you're, you're, the people you've surrounded yourself with, just it may be as far as like, oh, like we're they go li- allying yeah. with Alfred, or like, oh, we're allying with like this other person. So mm, they're like, oh, okay. okay. My prediction will be for that post-launch, and I've said it. I think I'm not sure if I really said it before, but I think the game. And I actually got like an email this week, a press release from Ubisoft saying Brawlhalla is getting a battle pass. And I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla will get a battle pass. I think they are really like pushing it in every game. Um, Origins, Odyssey, of course, had a big post-launch. It would only make sense if Valhalla had an even bigger post-launch. And one of the ways they're really seeing engagement uh, go up so that you play the game more is through battle passes. It works for a ton of games. And I think Ubisoft is really looking at that and think, why aren't we doing that in Assassin's Creed? So that the uh, mission you get from uh, from the message board in Odyssey is actually a mission that you have to do to earn points for a battle pass. And then at the end, you get this awesome wolf mount or something like that. Um, if, if you succeed, but if you have the, the pay pass, then you, you get like a cool item pack, armor set, something like that. I think that would actually, if that is like the, maybe the new way they are going about earning the item packs in the game, I think that would actually be cool because right now it's like, even if you play a lot, you're still like, you, you can't really go further at one point because you can only earn so much Oricalcum on the day and then you have to be lucky that you, I mean, I searched for the freaking Hades Lieutenant for, um, for a half a year. I bought all the item packs, so I only had like all this. So the chance of getting the thing you want is so, so small. And I, re- I think that a battle pass system would actually fix that a little bit. If you really knew, okay, after le- on level 6, I get this cool item if I just play more. Uh, that's my prediction. I think they will do some sort of system like that. What is your take on it? Do you think it's Yeah, uh, like, good? I mean, what would a battle pass for Valhalla look like? Like, j- literally, like, you yeah, complete these stats. Yeah, yeah, every day. Like 10 raids or something. Yeah, every day is like raid this like uh, location or uh, do this assault there or uh, like hunt and this specific animal. And you could animal. get the weekly yeah. item pack yeah, if and, you did that, all of that. Yeah, or just one item from the item pack. I think they will, and then if you buy the season, like if you buy the battle pass for that season, because that's also like a trend, seasons are really your thing in games, where you have the sort of sense, oh, I have to play right now, otherwise it will be gone. So, yeah, if you play during the season, you get this cool item at the end. I think that's maybe what they're going to do. But I digress. Thanks, everyone, for... I have a theory, though. Oh, oh go ahead. Go ahead. Save it for it. the next episode. Or... Is that okay? Because we're going okay. to end it now. Yeah. We're going to... No problem. So, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. If you're watching on twitch.tv, that's your raptor. Uh, thanks for listening. Every week we want to do a podcast like this, but we're also open to feedback. So we have the assassinscast.com website where you can answer questions. If you got feedback, drop it down as well. We will now be talking to Twitch. So if you are live, you can actually follow that. But there will be a way to catch the post show as well that I want to discuss actually next week. This was sort of a tryout. So uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And also, yeah, let us know on social media. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? Yeah, they can follow me at It's Jordan Does. That's the same name for my YouTube channel. And then if you wanted to check out some Odyssey tools, you can always go to builds.ac or ac-builds.com. And nice. we have a community, a Discord community too where we answer tons of questions in there. Awesome. So feel free to join us. 
Yeah, and you can of course find me at Joraptor on all the different places. Uh, likely, if you are listening to this, you already know. Uh, and follow me on social media if you haven't already, uh, because yeah, then you are up to date on my shenanigans. Thanks, everyone. We will now be moving on to Twitch. Uh, but if you're an audio listener, we will uh, speak to you next week. Then goodbye. <laughs>